Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. That's the boys. This is the community pub. Tonight, I'm starting off with, uh, well, I'm excited about it, but I'm nervous at the same time. This is Boulevard Brewing Companies. This is part of their, uh, well, it's seasonal, it's delicious, and this one is 15%. Oh. Yeah. One was 13 and one was 12. And it was like, huh. So this is chocolate dipped cherry. It's an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. Ooh. Uh, so I appreciated uh, the post inside the Hyperclean Specialist Group where uh, in Canada they're enjoying some stouts and inspired me so much to go ahead and grab one. And uh, man, this is delicious, but at 15%, it is going to be sipped on through the pub. And so for my backup side beer, I went with Carbach Brewing. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> Perfect. Right? Love it. Love it. They put the uh, lampshade on there, and uh, this is their seasonal Christmas beer. You guys get into the seasonal Christmas stuff? Uh, I know Dustin's excited about stouts and, and darkness coming. Uh, what are you sipping on tonight? Oh, man, we got a, got a selection here. I have the Jack Daniels Winter Jack Tennessee Cider. Uh, so I've got a bottle of that sitting here. And then I also have Great Lakes Brewing Company, their Christmas ale. So it has uh, spices and spice, cinnamon spice and honey in it. It's seven and a half percent, not too shabby. Oh, not everything great. nice. Sugar spice yeah. and everything nice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's not great, but it's not bad neither. I'd rather 7%. have a bush. What's that like? Five bushes? Oh, it's like, it's like a bush and a quarter. A bush and a quarter, huh? Bush and a quarter. I'd rather two, have a bush. Two two bushes and a quarter bush? Uh, one bush and a quarter. I don't know if I can do that extra quarter bush after one bush. Kevin, <laughs> what are you sipping on tonight? Uh, right now, nothing. I'll have some uh, some of that smashed pumpkin in a little while, though. Still Ooh. got two of those. Good call. Good call. Brian, I saw you're sipping on some water. Yeah, it's very rare. Uh, they call it Aquafina, I think. It's season <laughs> Christmas edition of Aquafina. <laughs> Extra spice, huh? A little under the weather today. So. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a lot of that going through here. A lot of uh, sinus congestion. We we keep, I mean, our weather's just going up and down. I mean, it's nice sure. one day and it's 30 degrees the next. So I'm sure everybody's experienced the same thing. Yes, sir. Hey, what about you, man? What are you sipping on? Uh, I just went with the, just my Cape, Cape May Brewing Company is just their regular, just IPA tonight. Uh, but for Thanksgiving, we did have a bunch of the Sam, they had like that 18 pack, that, the holiday collection pack. And it had a, it was called like cold winter IPA, which was pretty good. But I got to see if I can get it in cases, but Sam's always does it where you got to get the whole thing. You can't just get that one beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way they do it. Are you, I mean, what are you traditionally, you like uh, this Christmas stuff? Do you get into that? Uh, my wife calls me the Grinch because I, from my years of working retail before, it's just, I've Christmas just, just kills me. It's just like, ah, uh, uh, uh. like 
she wants to put up lights. And I'm like, ah, the only thing we did do is we did get a real tree this year. And I was very excited. I had to go cut it down. And I was so happy. Yeah. Real trees just, yeah. I love the way they smell. I, we still, I haven't done a real tree in I don't know how long it's been like ages, ages, but what about Christmas beer? That's, that's really all we care about. I mean, it's oh. the season for all the other stuff, man. Uh, you know, uh, I try to get a, I think it's, I think it's called Bah Humbug. I don't know who makes it, but it's like a, uh, a Scrooge beer. It's usually pretty good. But uh, no, nah, I mean, like the winter longer, usually like they'll call the best I'll do. All right, Billy, what about you, man? Uh, great to see you're in the holiday season. Cheer already. Got your stocking cap on, ready to go. I mean, I, I take it you, do you put out uh, ornaments yourself? Is that what? You get so excited, then you dress up all all Christmas, and is that sort of the way you go? Well, you know what? If I if I had a real life elf costume, I would wear it, and I'd probably wear it twenty four seven. I'm not I'm not opposed to doing that, but but we we really we like Christmas, and and I heard Derek say that he worked retail. I worked retail for I, I spent twenty years at Frito Lay, and and there is something about working retail and just hating the holidays. So I get that, mm-hmm. but. Since, since I am out of I am out of retail, we we love our holidays. We do. We have a gingerbread house building contest with the family every year. It gets crazy. Somebody cries every year. My my turn was a few years ago to cry, and you know I I don't know. As far what, as my, what brought my, the my tears, group, Billy? Did, did one of the sides fall over? Did the the candy cane on top get crushed? What what happened? All right, I'm gonna be blunt. What brings the tears? Because our kids are grown. Our kids are 25 and 30. 25, 27, 27, 30. But when they come over with their friends and they, they all fly in, fly out, whatever, um, they get in about 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then we start drinking and we have these big plans for, I'm going to build the Harry Potter castle this year. And the reality is when you wake up hungover at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, the next morning, you're like, God, if I, if I could just get a, a, a slab of clay out there, I'm happy. So that's, that's it. You know, it's always big expectation and then reality sets in, you know, and you're just hung over and it's like, Oh my God, you're drinking Pedialyte all day. So. Uh, something about Harry Potter and, uh, and Christmas definitely goes in hand in hand. And I've never tried to attempt a Harry Potter uh, gingerbread house. This sounds, uh, sounds a bit more than I could bite off. I think Brian could do it though. I think Brian, <laughs> Brian's got the skills for that. I think so. Oh, no, that's a four. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I, I love some gingerbread action myself. All right, so let's get into something that uh, I, I, I love the shout out. It was great coming uh, out of the uh, specialist group. Randy uh, got his Black Friday order in pretty quick, but listen, there's a lot of people. I, I had the UPS driver uh, yesterday start scrolling through his, his Rolodex, showing me you know his little phone thing that they all have. He said that they were missing over 500 boxes that they couldn't find. Like... It's always a disaster. You guys talk about retail, like Black Friday and shipping afterward. It's just, it's fun to watch. It's fun to see what happens. Like, so thanks for everybody that's still got their patience going on. It's good times. Uh, did some of our distributors do some Black Friday sales? Did you guys, uh, did you do any Black Friday sales, Dustin or Brian? No, man, I took, uh, I took last week off. The guys wanted the week off too, so. We just kind of checked out, and it was great to not worry about what's going on at the shop. Thought about doing a small business Saturday, and uh, I was like, nah, I need one more day off. So hit the ground running. We're going to do some Christmas specials, some uh, car wash baskets. Uh, might do buckets. Wife likes the idea of doing a Christmas-themed basket, so uh, we'll see what happens. Brian? 
Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm saying with Dustin, we didn't do anything. We, we closed everything. It's the week off and everything, or the, the Thursday, Friday off, I should say. So we didn't really, we didn't really offer anything in house or anything because nobody was there. So, yeah, don't blame you. Don't blame you. All right. So one of the things that we definitely want to talk through here on the community pub, cheers community is how we can continue as a, uh, as a community to build, grow together, right? Like the interesting part in which, you know, thanks Kevin for talking about and Derek, I know you and I previously talked about some of the stuff that Nick and I just talked about uh, on the last episode and specifically on sort of my end of it was, you know, guys, the, the specialist group is built very unique and we don't want it to be like the other quote unquote groups. We really do want you to ask questions and we really do want conversation. It, it's, it's best for everybody. Kevin has been uh, doing a really cool thing. And so we wanted to bring it up into the community pub so that people inside of the specialist group, when Kevin goes and posts the photos and talks about it, this will help spur on some imagination for people because we know that whether it's going into this time of the season for some in the Northeast where it's getting cold, where, you know, people have to really start slowing down, or maybe it's just this time of where you're at in your business, where you go, Hey, I could really add in a new service. So there's something I'd really like to bring in to, to help my customers and maybe spur up a new revenue stream in my business. Or maybe it's like, Hey, I, you're listening to somebody sent you over to this episode and you're like, Oh wait, I can code a shower glass door. So there's something that Kevin's really started to do. So Kevin, thanks for hopping in. I know other people have done it, but Kevin's really been having some success lately, and this is cool to see, using hyper-clean glass and coating shower glass doors. Now, I did it on mine, oh, uh, well, pretty soon after, you know, my girlfriend then at the time then moved in and now my wife. So it's got to be at least a year plus, year and a half ago almost now. And, you know, we maintain it. We we wipe it down with the orange crush towel. We maintain it with slick on a regular basis. And listen, we absolutely love it now. Some of the things that people can run into when you're, you're working with glass and doing glass coating is what Kevin has experienced. There's something that many people with glass, uh, <laughs> glass shower doors do is they squeegee off the water, right? So first thing to think of when we're talking about offering glass coating on a shower glass door is the same thing that happens on a windshield is what could happen to this customer's glass doors. That squeegee is very similar to the windshield wiper. And what is traditional of what makes a glass coating wear down faster than other coatings is the abrasion of the windshield wiper. So when you got more water going on the windshield wiper, you're in a rainy situation, that wiper is going faster and working more of the coating off. The more you use it, the quicker it's gonna wear down. The same is gonna go into this glass door situation. So. The thing that Kevin and I talked about, and Kevin, I want you to kind of tell people, you know, how you got into it, what has been so great for you. And then I know Dustin's got some questions. We're going to dive through some different things about it. But I want people to understand, here's the way that we best see this going forward is hyperclean glass on the glass door, but not just offering that and walking away. Ultimately, because of what the story Kevin is going to share Ultimately, the best package is to also offer the orange crush towel and offer a little 16 ounce of slick. You got to get the towel in there because if they don't use the towel, they're going to go and use the squeegee and it's going to wear down or they're going to try another towel that doesn't soak up as well. 
and then offering the slick so that they can maintain it throughout their, their, you know, every month, every couple months, it's their way of maintaining the coating. All right. So Kevin, what kind of brought this out to you? And this is what I find is cool is somebody else had really started to ramp this up and you got to, to basically grab some business from it, but then we learned some things about it. So Walk us through how you got this deal and how you've started to really roll out. You've been posting a lot more photos and it seems to be something really catching on for you. So, um, yeah, it's a great little venture, but unfortunately I'm on the, uh, the FB jail, jail sentence right now. That's why I've been real quiet on the specialist group. I'm, I'm done for like 30 days right now. Um, so the IG is where I'm kind of picking it up at, as you can see. Um, so I know a lot of guys in uh, contracting and uh, I saw my, one of my buddies, he, he did a brand new bathroom. I'm like, Hmm. Text him after I saw the post. I'm like, Hey, uh, what are you guys doing for glass protection? He's like, nothing. I said, okay, great. He's like, can you do a demo on mine at the house? Mind you, it was older, right? Hard water stains, big, hard minerals on the bottom. It was like a white fog. I said, hmm, that looks like an acid bath. Easy. Like, I wasn't trying to do anything hard. Like, I acid bathed it out, polished it. Mind you, you've seen all the work I'm already doing. And then um, I get it to a pretty good spec. Hit it with wipe. I coat it. And uh, he's like, all right, I got a few jobs for you. And then uh, from that, I did uh, my third job this past week. And again, uh, messing around as like a subcontractor, you get stuck in the middle. The client was given the wrong information about the coding, the durability, and uh, text me after a brand new friend, uh, friend request, complaining, basically, what it felt like to me. You know, um, I feel like this and that. All right, so let's break that down real quick before we get right. So, okay, yeah. basically, there was a contractor that had reached out, right? Like you said, so whatever the contractor was selling, that's on him, right? We can all agree. Right, Everybody yeah. can do their own thing. So it's not about what the contractor did, right? Right. Good for the contractor, made some money, but the but the problem that we we found is they promised the customer five years, and then has the little squeegee for them to wipe it down. Right. So th that's why this is important to bring up, right? Like people are out there making really, really good money on this service. We want everybody here in community to know about it and be a part of it, but understand that you got to get that blade out of there. Got to get the orange crush towel in, got to get the people understanding the same as we all talk about, right. Like we could go right over to Brian on this. The same thing that you talk about on boats and maintenance of boats. And after you apply a coating, people need to maintain a certain thing, right? We talk about this in coating cars, same as in the shower door, right? Same, same thing. We got to be able to then educate the people on how they can maintain it. Brian, have you gotten into uh coating glass in, in showers or is, is ever sparked anything in you? I haven't. Um, I mean, I've polished mine once, once or twice, but I haven't, I, I keep telling myself I'm going to coat it. But it's like anything. It's like painting that bathroom. You're always saying you're going to paint, you know, it's like <laughs> not done. Uh, we've got so much other stuff going on. Uh, I think it's a great venture. I think it's a great idea. I mean, between that and doing stainless and, you know, mm -hmm. kitchen, other things. I, I mean, it's definitely a phenomenal idea because the shower is definitely, I mean, I've got a glass door in my shower. It's a 
freaking pet peeve of mine. I mean, having the water spots and the calcium buildup and everything. So it, it takes you not even 10 minutes, man. You got to do yours. I'm telling you, you'll fall in love with it. You'll fall in love with it. Oh, well, but I'll just, you know, it's just one of those things, like I said, as a homeowner, you know, I'm always going to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So one of the questions that, that Dustin really had was, was, <laughs> well, Dustin, you were like, well, how are we going to sell the service though, right? I'm pretty sure that's what you'd ask me. Yeah, I mean, throw it out there for some of the other guys that are that are going to be you know listening later on. How do you market this? Uh, you know, what what are you explaining to the customer? Hey, this is what's going to this is how it's going to benefit you. Um, and then even on the social media, how are you putting it out there? Kevin, you want to go ahead? And, I mean, Kevin, Kevin, you can go, and then I'll I'll roll after you. So honestly, I um, you know, I just. I gave some information to the uh, the guy that did the bathroom and he was like, that is a great, you know, it's a great add on. So then. Uh, so first off, Kevin, right. First off, you went to contractor. Okay. So yep. let's start there. Dustin, that okay. would be a great, right. So the first thing to do might be to reach out to yep. contractors that are doing, it could be anything from kitchen remodels to full house remodels, bath remodels, right. Those guys usually all do stuff together or you could do a new home construction. So if you knew builders or you knew people that were in new construction or people that were out selling the glass, right? Like those people too, though, that would be people that you could go talk to. So first off, the way you did it was B2B, right? So straight B2B talking to somebody that that's in that business already. And so then you started doing, I think, Instagram photos. I've so seen those. Again, you know, the, the power of social media. Yeah, it was uh, it was just a quick video. And uh, I, I sent out a post. And after that, I got like three responses. Hey, can you do that to mine? And it was an older one. I'm like, sure. You know, it was a little more work on the bottom there. Once it cleaned up again, like Marty said, is boom, 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, depending on size. And uh they were just super happy after, you know, three, three showers. I'm getting pictures of their bathroom, you know, in my DMs with, with the water just running off of it, looking awesome, you know. Yeah, uh, so that was my next question was, you know, what's some of the feedback you're getting? So the feedback's been great so far. You know, that, that other guy that did happen to have a little, you know, issue, you know, he sent a picture this morning. Hey, look at the results, you know. And I'm like, well, at least he's happy with, whatever happened in the melee, the results speak for themselves, you know? Um, and again, it's, it's a strong, it's a strong extra add-on, you know, for a guy like me, like Marty said earlier, Northeast, it's about to get cold. So you got to try to find any angle you could possibly get, you know? Um, you know, Dustin key points might be, you know, time saving, uh, when you're getting out of the shower, but like Brian said, I mean, everybody that knows that has a glass door shower, you look at it every day and you go, Oh, that looks terrible. Oh. Or you'll spend the time doing, I never liked the squeegee myself because I put myself back into, we've all been to the gas stations using those on the, the front windshield and you're, you're getting the, the line and you got oh. this off, but then you see this other line that appeared. And then you, next thing you know, you got like four lines going across the, your front of your windshield. And you're like, what the hell? Like, so that's why I never liked the squeegee on mine. And, and that's why I love using the orange crush towel. Um, it soaks up so much water and 
then, like I said, regular maintenance with, with slick, people are going to continue to love the results year after year. And that's why when you said that to me, I said, that is a great idea. That makes most, that makes the most sense right mm-hmm. there with that combination. And, and Dustin, overall, I mean, you know, how would you market a new service that you were offering? Right. Like, how would you bring to market something that you were bringing into your business that you wanted others to know? Right. You would first definitely start off with, which we'll get into here pretty soon, which is going to be a lot of fun, is videos educating customers on the benefits. Right. Why you, you know, maybe if you put it on yours, maybe you put it on things like why you've done it on your shower and then showing how easy it is to maintain it. Right. Anybody that has glass showers knows the headache. They'll understand it immediately. It, it's, it's an easy click for them. You, you explain how hard it is before, put it on, show how easy it is to take care of your shower. And hey, you add in an extra thing for a customer that you're already taking care of their cars. You know, you can see anybody with a nice car, even then maybe a customer that's coming through and they tell you, thank you, did such a great job. Hey, looking for something else that you might benefit from a ceramic coating. Um, then you go into a sales pitch on, on asking them questions about their shower. Uh, Billy. So, so one place where I see this really working is we, we've moved four times in the past six years. So there is one thing about going through your house, dialing it in. I don't know whether we like that term or not. I love it, Um, but I hate synergy. I don't like that word. Um, Getting your house dialed in and then going through showing after showing after showing. This is one thing. Remove the water spots and make it to where your client can still function in the bathroom and make it easy to clean up without having to go through the entire oh my God, I have to remove all these hard water spots. So that was one thing. And as a house is sit on the market longer, I just like the idea of this is maybe re- reaching out to realtors. We do a lot of realtor cars as far as cars. Maybe reach out to realtors. It's like, hey, you've got somebody, you, realtors know if somebody's house is going to sit on the market or not. And if they're going to live there, I think this is a great service for that. I, I don't know, thoughts from the group? I like it. Anytime you can work with the editors, I think it's hmm. a great idea. Derek? I'll say it's definitely not a not a bad idea for because like I said, the only that I did kind of like with Dustin, we co- I coded a guy's car and then he his first question was like, Oh, well, can you use this in the bathroom? And I was like, Well, I'm I'm sure you could, but I at the time I didn't know how much I should charge, so I actually never went and did it. But the guy wanted me to do his whole and I he took me in the house and we had all the glass windows up. He wanted the countertops done. He wanted the kitchen done. I'm just like, God, I'm going to get some bigger bottles. And I'm just like thinking like, how am I going to do all this? And then his big thing, like I was texting you, he wanted his toilets done. And I'm like, bro, hold on a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to love it. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's check in with cooking with Nick, man. Good to see you on. I, I saw you got a new daily uh, that got, got delivered. Looked like a beautiful ride, man. Uh, tell us about it. And then what do you got on the menu tonight? Thank you, good sir. Um, a quick note about the the whole like coding the bathroom thing, dude. I have already planned out like when I move into a house in like nine ten months. You bet, I'm I'm getting a hundred milliliter bottle of tray and coating just about everything I can find, the counters, the bathroom, like you name it. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be that that weirdo that maintains his kitchen counters with like slick and car wash soap and foaming my counters with it. I don't know. I don't know, oh, I don't know about foaming your counters, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um. Anyway, Alpha's good. Um, for those of you who don't know, I bought a uh, Alpha Julia TI Sport for a daily because the mini blew up. Um, and it's been absolutely lovely. Bought it from Carvana. And that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's been fantastic. All-wheel drive, four-cylinder turbo, the mm. Dodge multi-air um, engine for those who know about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been so far trouble-free, super comfy, handles amazing, drives way better than I anticipated. Paint's really good. Got some decent thickness on it, measuring five, five and a half mils across the entire thing. Um, How was that experience with Carvana? <laughs> uh, I think I think we might need a whole episode on Saturday with Nick for that. <laughs> it, like the actual like putting in your info and stuff is is super easy. Like talking to humans. <laughs> That's about the only that's easy it. part. Oh, that's the only part. <laughs> like, there's no like, like, there's so few humans involved in it, and like, I had my delivery date set. I had all my financing in within like, literally five business hours of the first day after I bought it. I knew exactly what to do and had everything ready to roll. Car was listed uh, as here in Nashville. First red flag, five hundred dollar transport fee, and I'm like, all right, what's going on? Got all my stuff in. Can I take delivery? And they're like, no, gotta wait till Sunday. And I'm like, why? And they're like, gotta wait till Sunday. All right, do some prodding. It's at an inspection center on a, in Ohio. I'm in Tennessee. Like, huh? Okay. All right, whatever. Sunday, fine. Like, two days before delivery, they text me. Um, our apologies. Your delivery date's now delayed three weeks out. Mm. And I'm Ooh. like, dog, like, no contacts, nothing. Call, like, two people, nothing. And I'm like, all right, look, I've already paid for the car. Like, I've already got the financing in. I've, I've, you guys have already got your money and verified all the info. Like, where's the car? What's going on here? Get some product and got a manager on the phone. Needed a seat switch. And they were like, yeah, it needs three weeks. It took the whole three weeks. It, for a seat switch, whatever. It's a super, super, super rare spec. So I waited it out. Mm. It be worth it. So, all right. What's on the menu tonight? Chop liver. I'm digging through. <laughs> I've never had liver. Um, uh, I'm digging <laughs> through the fridge. Uh, I've got about half that bag of squid ink pasta still left. Um, so I think I'm going to figure out how to combine that and some fish. Okay. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, let's get into uh, this is where I think it's something we've kind of tossed around a little bit of idea of suggesting for people on the on the Pints and Polishing podcast on how we had started to see a change in the way videos and social media should be put out as far as content. And we talked about this, geez, ooh, earlier this year. Uh, and then I know that well, I've talked to multiple people offline, Derek, one included about, uh, seeing this big change in using education to help your video content. 
And not only, I mean, help your video content, but it, it also helps your viewers, gives them a more of a reason to watch, to, to listen to you, to buy your service, buy your product, whatever it is that you're wanting to discuss. And so a couple of the guys have been in here on a regular part doing more of this, Derek. It's something that uh, you saw a recent uh, big spike in some views off of it. Dustin, you, mm -hmm. uh, you've got your face in the videos a lot more. And Brian, I know you do too. It's been something that you've been putting yourself uh, out there more. So, you know, let's kind of talk through that a little bit and, and give some people some input onto why you did it. What is the results uh, that you guys have seen from it? So Dustin, I'll start up there with you. I'll go to Brian and then to Derek. So Dustin, you know, let's talk about the video style that uh, that you've been putting out. I know you even have, have brought in somebody and hired somebody. You you felt it was so beneficial for you. So walk us through what you've been doing there. Quick split. Yeah, so um, I usually bring in a local guy. He's a videographer, photographer in the automotive industry. All right. How'd and you find he, him? Because that's going to be the thing that people immediately go, OK, well, how do I even find somebody like that? So you want to look for somebody that that like in the photography business, everybody has a certain style. My wife is a professional photographer. I don't use her to do my business stuff straight up. Uh, I use a guy that specializes in the automotive industry, videography stuff. I like his style. I enjoy his his edits. You got to find somebody that fits your needs. Um, he's local and a uh, great guy to work with. Him and I click really well. We had him come in and do a video of the shop and who we are, what we do, uh, mainly for our new website. And so we could run an ad with it on social media. And after the first one, I was like, man, I like the return on investment from that $550 I invested into the video when I, you know, combined that with an ad. We put it on YouTube so it works as SEO when you tie it into your website. Or even if you don't have a website, it's just on YouTube. If somebody Googles like Carsburg, West Virginia detailing, my YouTube video is going to pop up. So it's working hand in hand, even though you spent 550 bucks. Dude, that, that video has made me a ton of money. We just did another video uh, for another service that we offer um i'm not the biggest tiktok guy like big dad over there and his marine detailing he's king of tiktok but uh <laughs> yeah. um but the the small youtube videos are trying to dial more into those but don't be scared to invest a little bit into some professional videography work it's worked out great for me you can see the return on investment especially when you put a social media ad out there. I've noticed that I get the most views on that. You know, you don't want to go any longer than 60 seconds on an ad because people get kind of disengaged. Um, so nice, short, to the point. And most of the time, your video guy will give you two different uh, videos, a long one and a short, and it works out. So maybe try that out. It might help you. Okay. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, Brian. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with, with Dustin. I, I think, um, I mean, you've seen plenty of my stuff. We do, uh, I don't want to say it's a tutorial. We're kind of explaining what's going on in the shop. If we do something, uh, I think people like tying a face to, uh, to who they're dealing with. And, uh, it just, it makes, Is that your dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So that's kind of where we, we got into it. It was uh, it was hard for me to do. Um, I'm not I'm not real great being in front of the camera and stuff. So. All right, I'm gonna mute you for a second so you can grab that toy out of the dog's mouth. <laughs> oh god! Lost the play. All right, we'll get you unmuted. Uh, so did you did you go with the hiring somebody? Did you? I, I think you do a lot of stuff. You know, just you're grabbing the camera and turning it around on your phone. You know, walk us through what you do. Um, I, I use employees. I would love to hire somebody. I haven't got there yet um, to, to find the right, the person. I, I really haven't shopped for a person yet. I would love to do that. Um, it's kind of, I don't say it's spur of the moment when we do something. I, we always got so much going on. I, I'm usually like, all right, we're going to shoot a video. But I mean, if you watch, like, I, I think the last video I did, it was 42 takes or something like that. Um, it's, it's not super easy. I don't write anything down. It's always off the cuff. Um, I feel like it's more personal that way, uh, where you, I feel like I've tried reading stuff and I feel like it's very just monotone. It's like, if you're trying to read, people know that, um, it comes off a lot better if you're just speaking to somebody. It's no different than a person walking in your shop and you're just speaking to them of what's going on or a process or whatever. It's, it seems to be much more personal that way. And we get tons of play off us. If I do a video, it's getting sponsored. Uh, we run a sponsored ad for usually four days off of it and we oh every time um you know we're dropping usually 150 bucks uh per ad with uh, through facebook you can adjust where you want your area um you know your whether they're in the cars rvs campers you know you can move your thing around the 30 mile radius five mile radius age group um you really want to fine tune it it's wild to me when you're on facebook and you see like i'll get sponsored ads from from detailers in like ohio and i'm like you're just i mean just wasting money um uh, so want to make sure you kind of have it under control if you are going to be paying money. Facebook's pretty much destroyed the algorithm. You will not get anybody seeing anything if you're not going to pay the money. Um, you can you can post a video. Yeah. You're not going to throw some money at it. Facebook's going to bury that thing. It's not like it used to be. Uh, two years ago, you'd be, you could blow up easily. Facebook wants their money um, and Instagram and everything. So, yeah. but Avenue, uh, I, we, we do very well with it. I mean, I see Dustin's stuff. It's awesome. It, it, it's a uh, it seems like a lot of money, but even with Dustin throwing five fifty at it, I mean, if you get a ceramic coat job of thirty five, whatever you're selling, you're coating, you're making your money back on that one job. So if you get one more job, you're now in in the bonus money um, that you might not have gotten before. And uh, and people do know it; they they start seeing the videos pop up, and they kind of even if they don't use you, they kind of know, oh, that's that place. You know, your stuff pops up all the time, or on my on my feed, or whatever the case might be. Uh, videos are definitely a great great way to go to to earn work it is tough but it's it's definitely a great way to go i ended up getting a little microphone i wear that changed it completely i think it was like 100 bucks or a box little bluetooth microphone it makes it sound more professional even though you're spending 100 bucks on it or whatever the case may be thank so. you for mentioning that thank you very much because i was going to ask you you know what what do you kind of do uh i know you said 40 something takes you you know you're you're kind of winging it in a sense what are you talking about? And then thank you for saying that about the microphone. Because I'm going to say, I was going to ask, like, have you have you needed to invest into doing something a little bit more? And so I guess it's the microphone, which thank you for saying that, because most people don't understand how important the audio is, not only for the algorithm, not only for the experience, but, uh, geez, 
you, you sometimes can't hear people and they think they did and they spend all this time, energy and effort. And then you go, dude, I can barely even hear you. Yeah. Well, you figure if you're um, say with us, say I'm talking about, uh, I'm in my shop, I'm talking about a couple cars. Well, the person holding my phone has got to be, they've got to be 15 feet away. Um, just so I can, they can kind of pan over. They can get, you know, I can be like, look at this car. You don't want a bunch of movement in the video. You don't want somebody like, you know, you know how it is. You don't want to see a bunch of jiggling around and everything. So you want nice, smooth movement. Um, so it does help if the person is standing a good distance from you. So it's a pretty small movement they make if you show like, an, okay, we're working on this car down here in the shop. Um, but without a microphone, you're yelling. You're literally, I mean, you're trying to yell to get to the, the microphone on the phone and it still doesn't sound that good. Um, so with that microphone I purchased, it's a game changer. I can, uh, we'd work on a big 60 foot sport fish. I can be standing on the sport fish and they're on the ground and I can literally just talk in a regular voice and it, it sounds great. Um, so that, that was definitely a big, big change for me to get the micro something little like that hundred some bucks, 130 bucks was a huge difference, at, you know, for sound and everything like that. But we do talk about this. We talk about, you know, what we're doing, what's the best thing <laughs> of it. You know, that's the biggest thing in all of is like, why do you want to do this? What, what is the benefit? Why am I going to get this done? Um, you know, then we talk about whether they're getting a paint correction or we try to separate our videos out. Like if I'm doing like a, no polish um, in one year, then that video is going to be about that. We're not going to talk about no polish one year. We're not going to be jumping over to, you know, a boat detail or, you know, we really try to focus that video on a specific job majority of the time. Um, that's, you know, and then of course, hey, give us a call, you know, or click on our, you know, um, website or whatever the case may be. But that's, you, you really, you don't want to, like Dustin said, you don't want to try to go past 60 seconds. Unfortunately, I'm usually like a minute 10 or whatever. Um, but you do, you do want to keep it kind of, kind of the quicker, the better with more information. So. Got it. Appreciate it. You would probably recommend not everybody's got 40 takes. So you might recommend somebody write down some bullet points or, you know, yeah. something that they can kind of look at as they go. Yeah. My, mine's more of a, not that I don't know what I'm going to say. Like I'll literally, my brain is, I mean, like a lot of guys, I mean, it's constantly, I'm three steps ahead in my head. So then you, then you just fumble. I'm very particular. If I say, um, retaken. If I say, uh, retaken. I mean, I watch these other guys that shoot some of these videos and like a, just around our area, they started doing it once I started doing it. And I mean, it's, com I mean, it's comical when you're watching, they're just like, ah, ah, we did, ah, ah, that. I mean, the whole video is just stumbling. So I'm, I'm very hard on, you know, myself. I just want to make sure it's nice, smooth and clean. I mean, you might as well do it if you're, if you're going to do it. Um, but writing it, writing stuff down is, is good. You do want to kind of have, a, you know, you don't want to just go into it and have no clue what you're going to say. You do want to kind of have, you know, like I said, some bullet points that you want to cover. So. Well, thanks again for saying that. Cause that's why I mentioned it. Like a lot of people will just like, just start talking and then start blabbering and then they start running them out. Like, and it just, it does, it's not coherent. So, absolutely, you know, maybe writing some bullet points down or having, you know, a clear process and what they want to say might, might be a, a good thing. There you go, making fun of me with the um. <laughs> no, I do it. No, I do. I was gonna say I do it too. I'm mad about that. But well, hey, I just wanted to plug in real quick. I'll make it snappy. Uh, just to piggyback off of what Brian said uh, with the video and like running Facebook ads and stuff like that. Like I spend ten dollars a day. I took that five hundred and fifty dollar investment from the video, plugged it into Facebook. February sixth for 10 bucks a day 
Um, I've gotten 267 messages out of that this year. So, uh, you know, it, it looks like my total investments two ninety six or $2,972. And that many messages, Nice. we close a lot of those. So, uh, if anybody in, in the community has questions on Facebook ads, please reach out mm. to me. I'll help you out. Yeah, inside um, the specialist group. You go in, yeah. ask a question, right? Like, that's why we keep saying, go to the specialist group, ask the question. Dustin's happy to, to chime in and educate. It benefits everybody inside the community to go in there and have these type of questions. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned yeah. that. Dustin, Absolutely. I will definitely reach reach out to you. I am as I look at the the screen of, of everybody in the group, I think that I am the oldest one in the group. So I don't understand some of the, the algorithms and stuff like that. So I will definitely reach out. Yeah, man. Well, let's do it. And let let's this is why I wanted Derek you to kind of be the last. And we're gonna uh, Nick, great to see you hopping in, man. Thanks for coming into the pub. It's something that Nick and I have really, which we said earlier in, in the episode, Nick and I really started talking about earlier this year, right? Like definitely a big thing Nick started seeing around is the way that the more you can educate people, right? The better it is, Derek. We talked to you. I talk, I've had multiple conversations with you, right? Like, and then you have recently seen this, this growth in views because you've started talking a different way. It's it's transitioned a little bit of 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 showing just the vehicle, right? To then uh, starting to add in a voiceover, right? Remember when you started adding in voiceovers oh, yeah. and, and seeing that change and and being able to do a voiceover into the video because maybe not everybody's going to be able to do what Dustin did, right? And hire somebody. Maybe not everybody can can have the time or like you know, Brian has the mindset to be able to go through the stuff, right? So people might go, well, I don't know if I can do that. One thing that they can do, Derek, right, is we've got some really great content creators that show their work. They do a great job of showing their work. But then it's every week, it's every month, it's 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 always that. And I, I know when you started talking into it, right? When you started in doing a voiceover, so you record the videos, you edit the videos, and then, and this is, Brian, this is great advice, right? Grab a microphone. I use a little lapel that has a, a dongle that you can put into your, your smartphone, and then you begin, begin to voice over and explain, what did you see from that? And then we'll get into you actually being on the face and having your face on there. But before we get into that, like, what's some of the, the vibe that you started getting just from your customer base and people watching when you started actually putting your voice on it and explaining what you're doing? Uh, the, the one thing I was going to say as far as like uh, the, the main benefit you'll see if, if you do voiceovers is like what Brian was saying, he was taking like 40 takes. With, if you shoot the video, you, when you do the voiceover, you're just doing it through the, I just use it through the app. I'm, I'm right now I'm just using the speaker on my phone. You can, you know, talk out, delete it. If you don't like it, you can keep doing it, but you already got the video. So you got the content you wanted. Everything's good. But as soon as I started doing that, um, especially from like YouTube shorts, I saw a huge um, growth and, and uptick on just organic growth as far as phone calls. I got three calls today just for coatings. And I'm like, guys, oh, December. Like I figured people would be slowing down. There's still guys want to get their cars coded but it just seems like um when i started doing the voiceovers because before most of my my, my videos were um through, through youtube um, instagram stories 
Well, after 24 hours, the stories disappear. And if the customers aren't following you, like they're not watching your videos on, on they don't see the stories, it's going to go away. So I was like, well, how can I show what I'm doing? So then Mar me and Marty were talking and then I started watching other guys and that's what they were doing. They would shoot their videos, keep them short, you know, 30 seconds. And then they would just say, hey, we got this wheel here. You know, look at all the brake dust. It's dirty. This we're going to use to clean it. And this is why it's important to have your car detailed on a, you know, weekly or monthly basis. Like, oh man, I should get my car done. And then boom, that's that's when I started seeing more uptick. But a lot of my videos now between uh, YouTube shorts and then um, Instagram have been trying to just do voiceovers now or even like teaching too. And there you go. And there's your next phase, right? Something we've talked about and you're excited about the next phase for you. And I think the next phase for a lot of people, Mark, I'd love to see this for you, right? Like I would love to see your face in the actual video talking through what you're doing. And that could be a, a moment of, you know, Hey, I'm there for a little bit. Hi, this is Mark. And here's the car I have. And I'm excited about showing you guys what we do. And then you go to the voiceover and you show all the B roll and all the stuff you're doing, you know, Derek, why, why are you seeing it important to have your face on the video? Um, I, because I, I'm the one that's, I work by my, by myself 90% of the hundred percent of the time, mostly. So I feel like the, like you were saying, when the customer sees that, this is the guy that's going to be coming to my house through the work that he's working on this car and they see my face. And I've even seen it on some of my video, uh, Instagram videos where like those videos will do the best when they, when you, they can physically see your face. Um, and then me and you were talking about it too, like just getting a tripod, you know, setting it up and having it away from you. And then, you know, I don't have a mic yet, but I'm thinking about getting like, I use a GoPro for most of my videos um, right now, just to get like the little, I think they have a media mod you can get that has like the mic on it. And so just you can sit there and like just talk to the cameras so they can see your face or if you don't have that just use your phone um but i don't know it just seems like people just want to get put a like a face to the business or like when they call their business kind of like when you order things online and you talk to the guy who owns like if i call you marty i call you to hey what's going on and i talk to the guy who owns the company it kind of makes you feel like special so when they are looking for your business and they see this is the guy that's doing the work he also owns the company well he must be good and then they'll it seems to be working out. Okay. Or, or if you're trying to buy an Alfa Romeo and you can actually talk to a human person. That, that might <laughs> Big facts. You were called out to discuss uh, uh, cooking with Nick's experience <laughs> of uh, using Carnivana. So glad you <laughs> hopped in. He, uh, he had a delightful experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fantastic but, absolutely delightful but so what what have you seen you know thanks for coming in what have you seen that has been a big reason as you and i began to talk about this and you know pass on to the community some of the stuff from your perspective of why you began to develop this idea and really start pushing a lot of people this way well i, I think content started to look one way right everybody would just kind of do the same thing and and nobody was learning about the process of detailing, right? So customers, you know, one of the things that detailers take for granted, all of us, is that most people don't know what the hell's going on. If they knew how to do it really well, they wouldn't hire us. They, they just wouldn't. And so they, it gets people to feel more comfortable uh, to, to understand what they're looking at. And when you go into education mode, instead of talking at them, 
know, this is why, you know, when you talk about paint correction with a customer, their eyes will sort of glazed over. It's like, they don't really know what you're talking about, but if they can watch a video or five videos then you make sense of paint correction a few different times and you're just coming at it from, Hey, let me explain to you what's going on here. They're watching a machine. They see a pad, they see some compound or polish. They watch that there's work. The other thing is it kind of qualifies people. Because now they know there's a lot of work that goes into something as simple to them as cleaning a rim, right? You can make cleaning a rim very, very detailed information. If you do that, all of a sudden, they don't really take it for granted. Uh, they just, you know, think of things a lot different when they're educated. And that's for any of us with anything, right? Like, you know, we've all made a bad purchase because we weren't educated on some, some type of subject. The minute we got educated, we started making more educated decisions as a consumer. I, I think the other thing is social media, because of like the YouTube influence, especially, I think that honestly, people are going to these platforms to learn. They're not going to the platforms just for pure entertainment anymore. They want to learn something while they're there. And it doesn't matter how simple the subject is. Well, yeah. And I was going to say, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I was going to say, I think that's ultimately, if we're going to think we, you know, we love that word sustainability, right? Like let's boil that down into this sustainability for somebody to continue to put out videos and content, not maybe for some people day, every day to week, every week to month, every month and three years down the road, could we really be entertaining in three years? Or if we're really great at being detailers and we're specialists in what we do and we love what we do, I bet you we have a more a greater chance, you say, of maybe not just entertaining for three years, but to your point, educating, because that is the two reasons why people go on social media, entertain themselves or grab education. And so I bet you we have a better chance as detailers to educate much better than strictly just trying to entertain Mark, you put out some really great B-roll. I've always commented and always liked what you do and the, the way you kind of do some stuff. What What are your thoughts, man? I'd really be curious to know because you put some time and energy and effort into your videos. And why do you do the way you do? And what do you think about trying to get your voice in some of this stuff? What do you think about trying to interact your face into it and kind of changing up the way you do things? Oh, you're muted. Let's get you unmuted real quick. All right, man. So what what do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts about doing the videos and things like that. Um, I, I am, again, I'm totally a rookie at all this stuff. Like I am, I'm not good at it. I just, um, I try to experiment around with it. I try to, I'm more of like doing taking pictures and then putting music behind it and all that kind of stuff like on TikTok and Reels and, and all those kinds of things. Um, I definitely, I would love to be able to get up to the point like Dustin was saying at the um, 550 mark and all that kind of stuff and do those things, but I'm definitely not there yet. Um, I just wanted to say too, Nick, I've been thinking a lot about the, the podcast you had a while ago about like what do my customers value um, for and really concentrating on that area. I don't know if you remember that one that you did a couple couple times back. Um, I just keep thinking about that, and and maybe maybe I, I'm when I'm when I'm thinking about these videos, then maybe I need to start 
thinking about doing videos more around what do my customers really value? And if it's um, the education piece or the other pieces, then we kind of concentrate on those areas is kind of where my head's at right now. Well, I think education is a sales process, right? So if somebody calls your phone, you have to educate them, right? Hey, this is what I do. This is what's entailed in the service. This is, this is everything that we do. Think about if you could just send them a link to five videos and say, hey, these are what we're going to do. Um, so anybody that's great at sales and can pick up the phone and close a deal with somebody on a cold lead for their detailing business, just think, just reverse engineer that into your videos, right? What's the five questions I get the most? Uh, I work on a lot of mom vans and they want to know if I can get this stain out or what their carpet's going to look like. So then go make that content. And you can make that content with every dirty interior you come across, shoot it a little different, explain a different process, uh, dive into those types of things. But I think what, what is even big, huge brands are starting to see, what we see at HyperClean is you've got to look at what are the number one questions that you receive and then make your content around those things when you're doing a detail. Uh, you know, if you do paint protection film, the largest problem is most people don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know how much time it takes. They don't know how involved it is. So you can shoot a video and show them just what it's like to put a front bumper on and they can see all the work that goes into it. And all of a sudden, when they see that, they've already pre-qualified themselves. Now you're having a conversation instead of a cold lead, you're having a conversation with somebody that's almost pre-qualified themselves. So I would look at it as an extension of my sales process. What are the things I always hear about? What are the kind of things I'm working on day to day? And how can I take one little piece or two little pieces of that detail and make it educational? So if somebody sees it, they know what goes into fixing that part of the car or fixing a scratch or doing paint correction or putting a coating on, all that stuff. I, I would look at it as more now an extension of answering somebody's question on the phone through video. Like it, like it. All right, Derek, I think it's time. Time for the tab out question of the night. All righty, guys. So, <clears throat> so <laughs> you missed out on the Black Friday sales and you need Santa to come through this year. You got, you need him. So what are you secretly wishing for that he brings you under your tree this year? Like, what's he going to bring? Ooh, is this like detail specific or open-ended? What is this? Oh, open-ended. It could be anything. Uh, Ooh, open-ended. All right, Kevin's ready. Kevin's already got it lined up. I don't know, man. Kevin might, this might get a little freaky here, Kevin. Keep it, keep it PG, all right, man? <laughs> no, if you're a car guy. Um, GR Corolla, that's all. Oh, I was just that's watching a video on, the, on, on Twitter, too. <laughs> That's all, man. That's all I need. That's it. No, no Black Friday sales on that car, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, you were probably too busy with the bike, running around on the, you know, chasing the trails and jumping off. I saw that video. You jumping some. Uh, did you? Did you have somebody else fill in? Was that a stunt? Stunt double where they they stun a man and then you got on the bike after they already landed? Is that what happened? Uh, no, man. No, no. All me. We, we had some fun this weekend. A couple of my buddies came out to this new track we've been going to and uh, one gnarly jump there and my other buddies hit it. So I had to hit it. 
but uh no i got my christmas present sort of the way today. it goes right <laughs> you know my buddies hit it i guess i better hit it you know nick's did a few of those yeah I think. yeah i hate those too it's like you know i'm fine going home like not doing something stupid right and then your buddies show up and they do something that's crazy and you're like i guess i gotta do it right yeah, yeah. I, I get it that's how i broke my collarbone at breckenridge i get it trust me ah uh, yeah Ouch. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No, I would like a Ford Transit if uh, somebody wants to drop one under the Christmas tree for me. Didn't whoa, find whoa, any. whoa, Derek, did you hear that? He used the F word instead of <laughs> instead of that other word. <laughs> the Dodge, uh, was it the Dodge Connect or something? I forgot yeah. what it's called. They make uh, a, they make... Oh, what are they, the ProMaster. Pro the ProMaster, ProMaster, Pro yeah. yeah. Yeah, my buddy at the dealership actually sent me a message yesterday. And he's at the Ford dealership. Go figure. And he's like, hey, we got this uh, Ram ProMaster here. Uh, I know this is what you're looking for. And I'm like, not a ProMaster, bro. <laughs> like, call, me, call me when you got a Ford Transit, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, tis the season, huh? Everybody's looking for rides. All right, Billy. I know you got your shades. You don't need any shades. You don't need a hat. Uh what is it you you're hoping for? You missed out on your Black Friday sale. Maybe Santa will leave under the tree. So, so for those of you that, that that don't know me, the I think that the Miata is the greatest car ever made. The only thing that it is lacking is a proper LS3 swap. So, I want Santa to bring me an LS3 swap for my low mileage Miata that I have, and you know, just absolutely irritate the shit out of the purists that think that I shouldn't touch the car because it's got so low miles so that's what i want all right so please educate us so that we can understand why is the miata the greatest vehicle ever made stuffed words have... huh it was hard too hard to come up how with much, like how I, much time you got yeah that's I too much time man i mean no, you gotta be right on it. that so so briefly i'll give you i'll try to do this in 30 seconds because i know that our attention spans are terrible so <laughs> The, the very first time that I bought a Miata, I bought it just on a whim, and it took me about half of the ride home. Uh, it was it was a little bit over an hour to get it home, and and is it because it, it's so it's slow? Like, they have a hard time getting it getting it back. No. Wow, this is from a four door Jeep owner. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so it, yes, it, it is. It's not fast or anything like that, but it, it took me halfway home to get it. I never got it until i drove it i'm like okay i get it and until you spend some seat time in one it's like you just don't get it so so that that's why i just okay so what'd you get because for me i'm with you dude I, I i've said this nick gives me shit about it i had a friend in high school that i rode around his miata too like it was a blast right like it was like a little go-kart that was convertible i it was super fun right like so, nick's so already got it unmuted he's ready to give me even more shit like i get right it like they're the fun miata, i mean yeah and i'm getting <laughs> With and that was that's just it it's it's the stereotype all that stuff and and there's a there's a story i will share with anybody off offline but for the for the first one that we bought and we've had we're on number six now it is you you take the stereotype and, and throw it away and you just get in the car and drive it it's like mazda got it right they just got it right you know, like, okay, but what they get right, like, is it the, I I imagine it's because you can, it's the control, it's it's super it agile, is. like it's fun, is that yep, why? It, 
yep, it is. It's 50-50 weight balance. The, the shifter is perfect. And yes, it's not fast. But they just got it right. You know, just like Jeep did the, when they made a two-door. So. <laughs> if you've ever raced flat carts, you understand Miatas. Yes. Okay. Good. All right, Brian, what's coming under the tree that you missed out on Black Friday? Uh, we're hoping someone throws like an Audi RS6 under their wagon. That'd be cool. Oh, God, if they made that with a stick shift, yes. Yes, please. I'll take, I'll take one as well. <laughs> that's it, huh? That's, that's what I'm looking for. We'll that's see. what you're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't see any Black Friday sales on that either. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any sales on this. Yeah. Uh -uh. Well, so. cook it. Cooking with Nick got his uh, his new daily. We know that uh, probably took a little bit according to what you said. So there weren't any Black Friday sales on that. But I, I, maybe you're asking Santa for some of those mods and upgrades. Or what are you looking to, to, to get in under the tree? Alpha's staying pretty much stock. Of course, I'd love the mini engine to come in sooner. But um, I'm going to have to say a Blackstone griddle. That's sweet. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Kevin goes, okay, all right. Blackstone griddle. Mm. By the all way, right. have you found a, a nickname for it yet? Uh, the Alpha? Yes. Yeah. I think today I decided on Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's blue, it's Italian, it's long. It's kind of weird. Kind of makes sense. My buddy had a blue one. <laughs> Why not? Brian, you said you had a buddy that had a blue one? Yeah, he got one when they when it first came out like two, three years ago. And uh, same color, blue. And uh, he had he had a Lamborghini uh, Huracan, too. And we went down Ooh. to – we have a car meet in Ocean City, Maryland. And uh, he's called. He's like, you want to take the Galar? Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I'll take the new Alpha. And uh, he drove a Lamborghini down. And I got more attention in that new Alpha when it just came out than he was getting at a Lamborghini. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. a fun, I was just blown away how fun that car was. Which, I mean, which Alpha did you drive? Was it a 4C? Yeah. Yep. Oh, lucky. Yeah. It was, it was just fun. I was like, this is a cool car. He kept it for like it's a, a year. rowdy. Yeah. All right, Mark. What, uh, what are you hoping the old Jolly St. Nick leaves for you? Uh, I'm looking more at like some kind of trip down into like aruba or something like that because it's about 30 degrees raining and windy and horrible here right now so um in the northeast so it's nasty so i'd love to be able to go somewhere nice mm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe vegas sure <laughs> Nick's, Nick's, like, no. don't see Nick's like no don't come here don't come here it's not warm it's not warm here. <laughs> Ah, Aruba, that does sound nice. Uh, definitely. All right, I wonder what's happening under the uh, Walters Christmas tree. This uh... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go real simple. Uh, I'd like Santa to make M cars without those silly grills again. Yes, and uh, that would be <laughs> to actually get back to M three and and things like that would be a hell of a gift because boy, what a uh, ugly. You see the swap my buddy did on his Nick? That's yeah, so ugly. I I have seen the swap, and here here's the thing. Uh, because I on a swap, I got called about doing some PPF. What it does is make the uh, 
between the emblem and the front grill, it makes that really big. And so the issue becomes your car is actually like another two or three inches bigger with that modified grill. It does look better, but now the car is even bigger. I just wish uh, M was still something special, but I think those days have uh, probably passed and we're now into uh, a whole different era and there's no real connection to the way M cars used to be. So if he could fix that, that'd be great. All right. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's got that kind of Christmas magic. In him. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. He's Charles so Saint Nick's pretty impressive, but it's I don't know ugly. if he can go that far. I see, I see him out and about, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I, was at, I was at a customer's house that that Tesla we just did, and they had a green um, M3. And the first thing I said to him was, "How do you think of that grill?" And the guy was like, "Oh, yeah, it's not." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you don't like it either." And he owns the car. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Derek, what about you, man? What are you hoping, Joel Jelly, old St. Nick, leaves you? Well, I'm going to be lame, and I'm weird, but I need a new damn pressure washer so bad. Like, <laughs> I just need – I'm working on my backup right now, and I've been – and I don't, I don't mean – like, I've been looking at the new active one that came out, and uh, I know a couple detailers that have one, and I'm just like – of course, there's all these deals for it, and I was like, ah, oh, I can wait, and then now it's like, damn. So I just – I'm lame. I just give me one of those, and I'll be the happiest man in the world. Derek, there's one answer to this for a mobile guy. There's only one answer. It is a hot. No, it's but there's one answer. There's a Honda engine with a triplex commercial pump. That's it. Mine is, dude, Hmm. indestructible. Throw the electric junk in the trash. (laughs) We're on. We are. Nick's not gonna like this. Marty's not gonna like it either. We're on our fourth Ryobi at the shop. I'm buying an AR, dude. With oh, okay. a hose reel and all. I'm yeah. going bougie for next we, year. We run, we run all Hondas on my trucks. I mean, you got to, if you're going to be mobile, there's nothing better than yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I swear to... I didn't change the oil in mine this year. <laughs> but like, it's still just going, dude. It's sitting out back on the mobile skid in the snow and the freezing temp. And I can go out there in the morning and fire that puppy right Hold up with one pool. Derek, next week when the Honda engine ain't cranking because he was too busy riding his motorcycle. No, no. Wait, Listen, uh, wait. Dustin, I got I did not know that that Husqvarna made bikes. I didn't know that. I saw that picture and I was like, what? Yeah. I did not know. Austrian baby. That's Dude, good. they just take the, the the chainsaw chain and stick it on there, and are good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I, mean, I, I got one of those too, but this bike that I just bought today, I've waited the last six months for this thing to even show up at the dealership. Did you get it from Carnival? No, I did not. It, it was basically like same thing. Shit, I walked into the finance office. I was like, and I know all the guys there. Right, like these dudes are like family to me. I walk in there, I was like, "Hey, Ryan, you got some Vaseline for me?" <laughs> I lay my envelope down there on the on the table. So I traded in a, a motorcycle because I don't. I got a sport bike, put a hundred miles on it this year, and uh, but the new bike is throttle body injected and electric start. I had to have it. Had to. God damn it. Had to have it, man. It's a necessity. So you can ride it around in the back of your Dodge truck? Ding. Yeah, well, now i got to buy a bigger trailer because, you know, I usually use my bike rack to take my one bike to the track. Now i got to buy a trailer 
because two bikes won't fit in my bed. So ah, damn it, damn it. Should have gotten a Ford. When you get that Ford Transit, then you'll be able to do it. <laughs> well, that's what I want it for. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. we know the truth. There now you go. We now we know. <laughs> All right. For me, there was no sales on this, but without a doubt, it's a heartbeat of what we're really. And for those of you that know the pain, you can uh, you can raise your glass and go, yeah, no. No deals on labels, but goddamn, we got 10,000 of them coming and we hope that they're here and St. Nick can bring them quick as can be because, boy, we need fresh new labels out ready to go. And uh, we're excited about the new format of them. We've redesigned them and now we just, <laughs> hey, for everybody that understands the pain, you know it. And we're excited. Nick was even sending oh, me a message man. a little bit ago. It's, it's, it's a, seems to be a continual struggle just getting any label company work with and, now we think we're almost done and almost finished and we're just literally crossing our fingers, hoping that they come, come for Christmas. Yeah. It's, uh, companies. Dude, we, we really need to share this down the episode. Um, business looks very different today than two years ago to find competent, good people to get stuff done is from UPS to, to all the people that we have to work with. You know, they mostly do a good job, but, when you guys see the new labels and you see it all the way it's supposed to be, we appreciate the patience. It's just one of those random things that uh, <laughs> it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, and I just got off the phone before I hopped on here uh, with, with our guy. So uh, we're hoping that, that we have them printed quick and you guys uh, can see the finished product. But yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Marty, because it was <laughs> <at> this point. <laughs> <laughs> all right fun episode guys thanks so much kevin really appreciate you hopping in and talking about all the success you've started having with hyper clean glass and listen we recommend everybody start offering that but pair it with the hyper clean orange crush towel you'll need to remove that blade out of the shower and then you need some slick in there to help them maintain so it's a great little package that you can start offering and uh see a lot of success growing some new revenue streams out of your business. So Kevin, thanks so much for sharing it. And, uh, you know, go throw those pictures in when you get out of Facebook jail, you know, we'll see those in the, in the community group. We look forward to them. Uh, Dustin, man, it's a pleasure. Great. As always. Uh, I listen, I, I think, uh, I think your idea of, of encouraging people to start paying, uh, and start getting some professional stuff, they will see some return on that. It is tough to start shelling out that money. And then when they get the return to then save some of that return, because they're going to need to reinvest another 550 back into it is the really what it takes to be two, three, five months down the road and still putting out great quality content. They need to make sure that once they get the return back in, they start saving for the next one. So man, thanks so much for talking about it, Billy. Dude, a lot of pleasure having you on, man. Please come back. We'd love to have you keep coming back week after week, giving your input, man. Derek, great tab out question. Brian, always, man. Anytime you can spend with us talking is a pleasure, man. Great input. Uh, cooking with Nick, it's underscore grooms. What'd you finish out? What'd you figure out? What'd you end up doing? Cooked the rest of the squid egg pasta made of very basic carbonara with it, egg and pecorino. Threw that down. Uh, three fillets of barramundi, Old Bay, Dijon, uh, hey. Dijon mustard on it. Hey. I fried that. Pasta, fish, 
Looks ugly as sin, but damn it's tasty. <laughs> One of the most all-time regular season you find anywhere through to me, I go anywhere through the southeast in a sense of the country. You find Old Bay everywhere. I don't know if it's up there in the northeast, Brian. I don't oh, know man. if you guys Old Bay, but man, yeah. Old Bay seems to be everywhere. Hey, Old Bay crab cakes is right where, where Brian's at. What are you talking about? Somebody educate Marty, will you? <laughs> like I said, I prefaced it southeast. <laughs> I hadn't been up there looking for it in the Northeast. So, so that's it. Huh? Northeast is the Old Bay Crab Cakes? Maryland Crab Cakes. If you go anywhere, it usually says Maryland Crab Cakes. We were the, say Maryland, like that area of the coast. Yeah. We got a lot. Old Bay's of, the king, huh? Up there. No, no, Dobo. Really the king around here, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Pleasure, Mark. Thanks so much for hopping on. Nick. We'll see you on Saturday's episode. I know there's some guys really looking forward to it. They've been getting a lot out of it, man. So looking Thank forward to it, guys. Yeah, Have a great cool. week. All right. Bye. See, see ya. See you guys. Hey, this is Marshall. And I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there in a little bit different format because here's the part of the agreement with having a, a hyperclean specialist group, having a community where you can go in and talk through Here's the flip side, right? Many people are cautious about asking questions because they don't want to get all this blowhard nonsense back to them, right? So here's the part about community that makes us different. We're not about blowing hard, right? We're not about just fluffing feathers and just talking craziness. We're actually in to give value. We want to be a part of something that we're all building and growing together. We understand that if we can raise the tide, then all of us will continue, right? As the tide rises, so do all the ships. So put in information, ask the questions and understand that we will not blow hard. We don't have blowhards. We don't blow hard, right? Hey, take that one. All right, this is Marshall. Hope you make it a great day.